0: You give me one job, and I can't even, like, get that right.
1: Hey, you have other jobs? <laughs> well, Not, you, you, yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it's, we'll teach no, you. We'll teach right. you.
0: Right. <laughs> hey, I did ringle us a guy <laughs> to get our podcast on iTunes. You're good at outsourcing. So like the capitalist world is calling (laughs) your name. It is indeed. Thank (laughs) you so much Trevor. Let's start like first. Oh yeah.
1: Announcing that we are on iTunes officially. Officially. It's so
0: cool. (laughs) My gosh. It kind of felt really awesome.
1: I felt like how Beyonce must feel when she puts new music out. Oh it's like this podcast just dropped man and it's intense. It's
0: on iTunes. Yeah. Um, Thank you Trevor (laughs) for coming and spending the time and the frustration seriously you are a out.
1: god among men really
0: really you are <laughs> he worked magic and not only did trevor figure out how to get our podcast uploaded onto itunes he also sug- like um offered and we're gonna hold him to it he offered to write us like an intro outro yes riff on his guitar we've
1: been using like free like copyright free music that we found on the internet and we have been kind of
0: sucks. yeah it's not it's very, very
1: good real. there's a reason yes. it's not copyrighted <laughs>
0: Who wants to make, like, who oh, make money gosh. off of that? Yeah, um, so how's Taco Bell gonna make money off of that? <laughs> do you think we could get the chihuahua to like
1: do our intro and outro from us? The Taco Bell chihuahua?
0: <laughs> I don't know, he probably is dead at this point, or the We Go dog from but the butt like commercials. <laughs> but fun, fun fact, I used to have a chihuahua, did you really? Mm-hmm. Her name was Maddie, Aww. and I used to make her like I would move her like mouth like her and so make her say yo quiero taco
1: bell <laughs> Yeah. Um I learned how to say why not both in Spanish. So ¿por qué no los dos okay. <laughs> people are like do you want to do this or this? And so now Porque no los dos it's really great. I feel really cool.
0: Hagamos todo. What does that mean? Like, Let's do it all.
1: Cool. I like yeah. that, too. I need to learn all of the Spanish.
0: Todo love Spanish. <laughs> I have to take a Spanish um, oral proficiency interview like exam. Oh. Coming up here pretty soon, a couple years. No, like right soon in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. I need to practice. Tengo que practicar. You're still pretty fluent for having been home for, what, two years? Yeah. So, yeah. which is pretty good. Well, thank you. Thank you. I try my best. Top know. notch. Listen to Juanes all the time. <laughs> I love Juanes. <laughs> you need to talk to Brooke, Brooke fan girls hard. Oh Brooke my Juanes. gosh.
1: It was interesting because I had a Spanish class in high school where we talked about like the significance of his name because uh-huh. it's like John, which is like, you know, a pretty common name, but the fact that he made it plural like is meant to be he's meant to like Portrayed the everyman in his name, all the Johns. Uh, todos los Johns. <laughs> so todos los
0: Juan. it was
1: it was very cool. So we would listen to him in Shakira and Nelly Furtado. Excellent,
0: excellent. I love I love it all. It's great. Um, <laughs> also i need to watch the new Jane the Virgin. I know
1: I need to catch up. I'm behind like three or four because
0: episodes. That song Una Flor was in the pilot. Oh yeah, it's so, cute. It's oh. so cute. So love Juanes, love Jane the Virgin. <laughs> Freaking Raphael! Oh my
1: God, I can't. I haven't caught up yet, so you can't talk oh. about it. But yeah, I don't know where I stand on anything.
0: Yeah, me either. It's like my whole world Ugh. is shaken. Um, uh, is that all that like the new? Thank you, Trevor. Yes. And we're we'll, we're excited for your Funky Fresh lick that's coming. That was
1: downright diggity, man. I feel yeah. like Lorelai trying to do the. Dork. Can't do it. All right. Um. <laughs> So yep. our disclaimer. <laughs> yes. Um the
0: views and opinions expressed in this podcast are entirely our own and do not represent the opinions of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or Brigham Young University with which it affiliates. Check it. My right. job, but not really because we have like 45 minutes left. Right. All right, you guys, sorry it's been so long since our last mm-hmm. podcast. Um, graduation kind of cramped our style fine Thursday. not that
1: we graduated sadly no. No. finals week though was difficult yes moving um, out of my apartment was difficult
0: our Thursday our special Ugh. day to record um, the studio was closed yeah because
1: everybody decided to move on with their lives and get graduated lame lame I'm,
0: I'm talking to you though. Jessie home stretch.
1: <laughs> yeah you've got like what one semester place. like one full semester left full se- and semester. then a couple you know these two yeah, terms these that you're two. taking but Oh, I still got two it's two semesters left. It's going to
0: turn off. It's be really <sighs> beautiful. I'll high five that. Todos los libros. What? I'm burning holes <laughs> in my library card. <laughs> Hashtag nerd life. Oh my gosh. I was so
1: excited when I like got to the library and realized I could check out books to read just for fun. And I did.
0: That's it's amazing. stack at home. I've already read one for a class in my fall oh, semester. Which one's and, that? Um, It was called, it's a young adult book called Running Loose. Mm. And it sucked. Yeah. I hated it. Who was it by? Sure, something nobody that i know Yeah, i'm reading memoirs of a geisha or oh, no, geisha I haven't, I haven't read that yet. so good yeah. it's really good so um i just right now i'm starting rebecca finally oh i've been meaning to read that so That's one of brooke's favorites um i'm also a few stories into um one more story or just it's the B.J. Novak book. Oh, I haven't read that series. yet. I've
1: been meaning to get around to um, Yes, Please by Amy Poehler.
0: I yeah. liked that a lot. Brooke didn't like it. Brooke, I feel like you should just come. Okay, on Thursday when we record again. Let's have Brooke here. Brooke, Brooke you're helping us. Um, Brooke didn't really like Yes, Please. I really liked it. You didn't
1: like Bossy Pants, but... No,
0: I did like Bossy Pants. Did,
1: who was it? Were you the one that was telling me that you felt like she was kind of... Like, braggy? Maybe that wasn't you.
0: No. Mm. I liked Bossy Pants. And I really liked Yes, Please because it was so different. No, that
1: was, I think that was my roommate, Emily, Um, that was talking about
0: Bossy Pants. Amy Poehler was very, yeah, very real and it's way more serious. It's way...
1: I, yeah, I find Amy Poehler really inspiring. She's a lot more serious, like, like, Uh off-screen than she is, like on tv which i thought was yeah. cool but now that i have like an hour long commute like there and back for Why work I right
0: way to i need audiobooks man um yes please has a really good section that's about right divorce. yeah and i haven't even been divorced but i like it spoke to me on oh. a real level
1: that's yeah. how experience should be even though we not we don't necessarily have the same ones they should still move us or like you know mean exactly. something to us
0: exactly
1: something this book fails to do oh, no poor sophia i my i was telling my dad about my podcast he, he was asking me what time i was going to be home and he was like is there like some way that you can let the author know that you're doing these podcasts
0: the thing is, is i would really i mean if she doesn't get completely offended by how we're talking about her book oh, do i want to speak to her as a person though I mean, yeah I, don't know if I do yeah and she seems like because we have facebook stalked her a little
1: bit yeah Because, I mean, like, this isn't a very widely known book. It's a pretty tight circle of readers that are, Uh you know, even, like, looking for this book. So, you know, she was
0: easy to find. She was very easy to find. And from what we saw, we're not going to, like, bash on, like, her personal stuff. No, that's not fair. from what we saw, I kind of have an an idea of the kind of person that she is. Yeah. And what it might be like trying to have a productive conversation And I don't necessarily
1: feel like that would be something that could happen. I don't think so either. If she ever, you know, I I do want her to find this at some point. I don't know how to go about that. Maybe leave it on like an Amazon comment or something like that. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, we 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 already put our names to this. That's- yeah.
1: I- and honestly, I'm not afraid of putting my name to this. Right. Like, what I've said is true. But at the same time, it's like, this is a person's work, and we're not me. I don't want to
0: bash and, her as, and like, And I a- do, like, I think we acknowledged in the first episode that creative writing is very difficult. Yeah.
1: As a creative writer, like, fiction is the most difficult genre for me to work in. So, the fact that you've, like, published a book, you've already, like, far, like, outdone me as a person, as a writer. Right.
0: So, so kudos for that. What yeah.
1: Yeah. We- <laughs>
0: we just you know it's not
1: quality writing that's the thing (laughs) so (laughs) good job but not a good job (laughs) i sound like such a terrible person i'm sure maybe she says
0: yeah um oh for my notes i I stole your notes in a later in a later chapter but we have talked about before how she like um sophia mentions that her mom is an english teacher yeah and so she like uses big words but the only word that we've heard her mom use, like as a big word, has been acrimonious, acrimonious. <laughs> and it's been used twice. No within other within like words. three or four pages of each other. Right.
1: So it's like that's okay. like one of my pet peeves as a reader is
0: word repetition. That right. drives me absolutely that was, insane. That was wrong with that is what is wrong with a lot of the like the teen romance stuff. Yes. It's like Luke's creamy voice in this. That's book. That's been said three or, or four like, times. Like, Edward's topaz eyes. Yes, or his and marble, like, marble chest. in chest. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. Shoot. Mom, well, I hope you're not listening. <laughs> it's like... <laughs>
1: um, I can't vouch for this one, but I'll oh, take your word for it.
0: He's so mercurial. Like, she, like, uses... Mercurial? This, like, mercurial. I yeah, didn't like, even realize that was a word. Yeah, like, mood-swinging. Oh, okay. Yeah, and there are a lot of others. I would prefer mood-swinging. L- <laughs> <laughs> See? Weird the language, guys. Um, yeah. But There's a lot of words I don't know about, man. Yeah, seriously. I think that's the case for a bit, um, She used a lot of words over and over again in Fifty Shades. And, I mean, some of them I can't repeat. But... <laughs>
1: it's like... <laughs> I actually read a review of Fifty Shades because when it was, like, gaining superiority, I found out that it had surpassed um, the publications of Harry Potter, and that was, like, a wound to my soul. So I was like, what is this book about? And I read a review. Yeah, it really does. Um, J.K. Rowling actually said, like, oh, imagine how many more books they could have sold if Harry was a little bit more inventive with his wand. (laughs) Anyway, so they they made a running tally of all the books, like, all the, like, repeated words, and it's like, um... Oh, what inner goddess was repeated, like, oh so many times. I
0: hate the inner goddess um, and the inner... Ugh. And, the, um, and oh gosh, was, like, oh, so yeah. there. And um, just, yeah. I'm like, we get it. You're... No, I'm not going to say
1: that. I, I think no, I know it's... where we were heading with that, though, so.
0: um, But speaking of Harry Potter and sex, um, because... Oh, I'm gonna share Harry it. Potter fan fiction, is this where this is going? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to share... Yeah, okay, so this is a deep, dark secret of mine. I guess it's not that deep and not that dark. There are a few people who know, but I kind of fall asleep every night listening to Harry Potter. And I've done Sh- it for. Shut up! And I like- have done that since I was a child. Stop it. I'm
1: not even kidding. Every night? Yeah. <laughs> I've now gotten into the habit of watching Phineas and Fur before I go to bed, but okay. I'm not kidding. Like, it was a solid period of probably like eight or 10 years where I fell asleep listening it's like to like Harry since like Who 13. do you listen to? Jim Dale?
0: Yeah, Jim Dale. I don't know where to get, but I'm, I'm not opposed to switching it up and listening to that. See,
1: thing. that's who I've listened to. And I, like, I have, because I fell asleep listening to the sixth Harry Potter book so much, I've memorized that one. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's. it's I just do
0: them in order. I just go, like, <sighs> and then I'm Where did you get your, through.
1: where did you get your copies from? Just the
0: library? Um, my, we bought them every time. So, see, we CD. did that with the
1: last two. Um, so
0: at home we have all of the CDs. Okay, actually so I'm gonna, many CDs. I'm actually
1: planning to go and grab some from the library cuz I I had a, I had the idea today to start listening to see if I could get through all the Harry Potter books on my commutes from work. Oh. Um I could do it from like th- over the summer, so that's, that's you've just really like good reignited idea. my my idea. I, I How, have it. This is so strange. Like <laughs> i've always been kind of embarrassed about that and i used, to I, used and it, to I mean like let's get real it's kind of embarrassing yeah i used to listen to it too on cassette tape oh my god like goodness. i had it on a cassette that i would like and this was like freshman year i had a cassette tape and would listen so funny. yeah it was um, old school
0: i really enjoy it but mm-hmm. i'm in book two right now i've like looped back. do you know that's the least
1: popular That's the least popular one
0: it doesn't it doesn't surprise me there are a lot of plot holes yeah a lot of plot holes in books two. also in book five and the whole time turner thing is a giant pothole.
1: Yeah, like why couldn't they use the time turner to go back and stop Voldemort from like becoming a mass killer?
0: <laughs> well, it's 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 really funny that she like conveniently destroyed all the time turners in book 5. Yeah. Yeah. But um in this part of book 2 that I read, it's where um Ginny is about to tell Ron like about the diary mm-hmm. and about her being possessed, possessed. or whatever. <laughs> And By the way, brother, the- I need you to perform
1: an exorcism.
0: They're in the Great Hall. And so Ginny is, like, really scared. And she's about to tell Ron and Harry. And um, Percy.
1: Oh, my gosh. Percy. Let's be real. Who, he was dating, what, Penelope Clearwater from Ravenclaw? Okay, this is
0: the thing. So Percy, <laughs> like, interrupts. And then um, Ginny runs off because she's scared. And, he, and Ron was like, she was just going to tell us something important. And then Percy, like, flips out. He's like, um, oh, I thought she, she wasn't going to say anything, but, uh, so Ginny kind of caught me doing yeah you know, the thing, walked in. was like,
1: making out with her. Like, it wasn't oh, that big of a deal.
0: But they totally were doing it. I but never thought about that. Percy's, like, a, a sixth year. Yeah? And he has, like, a steady girlfriend. Like, more so than any of the other... I... Oh, my... Did. Okay,
1: I guess that was something I never really addressed, like... Sex at Hogwarts.
0: Well, obviously, Percy Do you think Lord
1: Voldemort was a virgin?
0: Yes. asexual to Max because he can't. Yes, I saw
1: this. I saw this post on tumblr They're like, Imagine being the girl to do the frickin' frack with Lord Voldemort. And they're like, Seriously, we're talking about Lord Voldemort losing his virginity and we still can't use the word sex. Like that just like encapsulates Tumblr in a nutshell. But Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that I mean, makes so much more sense though to see like dump, or see Voldemort as asexual. That makes a ton of sense. Not I, to say that like asexual people well, because, are like I mean, unca- any, incapable any of love. Of, he didn't but, have
0: any um appreciation for his physical body. No. Other than the fact that he never wanted it to die. Yeah. But like um,
1: but that I think was more of his like carrying on his soul more so than his body. Like he altered his physical frame.
0: Right. Exactly. So, so um, and he was conceived under
1: a love potion, so I don't think it was possible for him to love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, we should start a podcast about Harry Potter. I, I would listen to that. I
0: have so <laughs> many thoughts about Harry Potter. All
1: the time. All I'm the time. I planned out my Harry Potter my trip to the Warner Brothers Studio. Um, Are you going to London? Mm-hmm. I'm going to London for eight <sighs> days, and it's like upwards of ninety dollars, <laughs> but it's so worth it. I'm so excited. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, but if you guys have any tips for like European travel, let me know. I'm looking for stuff to do. So. I hate you so much. Come with me. Come on. with me, Caitlin. Okay. So.
0: <laughs> We're, like, minutes in.
1: Yeah. I don't know if this program that we're mm-hmm. using counts our minutes.
0: Does it? Oh, is this it up here? Oh, it looks like it. 15, 18. All right, guys. we well, We probably we should 15, talk about the book. <laughs> 15 minutes of just Madeline and Caitlin conversation time. It's solid, though. Right. Okay, so now we're going to talk about Chapter 8. Yes. And hopefully skills. Chapter 9 as well, I think. Hopefully Chapter 9 because it's yeah. super short and also very, like, applicable to college life. Oh, yeah. yeah. Most definitely. So, it's actually a very a lot of thoughts about chapter nine even though it's like two pages long but
1: still that's the thing with this book tiny chapters so much crap in there
0: (laughs) right okay so so chapter eight is called rms and um it starts out the first sentence is i could have been having a baby right now i thought as i held the bowling ball in front of me (laughs)
1: I don't know, like, what led her to think about having. Maybe it was like the bowling ball yeah, in front head. Of her stomach. Yeah.
0: Um. So we find out that um, one of like a couple months into their marriage, Travis wanted to get her pregnant. Mm-hmm. There's an R. Kelly song that goes, "Girl, you make me wanna get you, pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> you pregnant."
1: Okay. When I announce my pregnancy to my future spouse, I'm playing that song in the background. <laughs> that would be amazing. Or just
0: like while you conceive. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, my gosh. My baby's going to be born into, like, a pool of awesomeness as well of its or own. trapped
0: in the closet. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> that would be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> because of all the trapped in the closet R. Kelly videos. Did you ever watch those?
1: No. I've seen, like, I've heard of them, though. Oh, my
0: gosh. So funny. Yeah. Um, okay. So we found out that Travis um, wanted a baby, and she freaked out and said no. She wasn't ready, and he wasn't happy about it. Um, Can
1: we like talk about that for a hot sure, second? Sure, go ahead. Like this whole thing with like having babies right off the bat in marriage is like something that I've like really thought about. Uh-huh. And I did like research on this. I did a, like an eight page research paper on this for my marriage prep class. And it's like here's the thing: like ha- when to have a baby is between you, your spouse, and the Lord, and you all have to come to a consensus together. So the fact that like he's upset that she doesn't want a baby, and you know she's upset that he asked her, like. I don't know. That just makes me really frustrated. Like, they obviously weren't being led by the spirit and, and, like, the choices they were making in their marriage. So, which leads me to wonder, like, when they actually decided to get married, how they did that.
0: Well, I think it was because he looked like an Abercrombie Yeah. Guy. She just and wanted to get banged. And she uh, didn't want to gain weight. Yeah. Um, But also on top of that, like, I've seen it work out for people. like people Right. And
1: I think that's because they realized that was the right time. To have kids. Mm-hmm. And-
0: um but it's not for everyone. No. If, like if you married an 18-year-old girl and she doesn't want to have a baby, like
1: actually um that. studies have shown that th- so first of all like your brain hasn't finished fully forming until you're into your early 20s we're talking like twenty three or 24 mm-hmm. um also girls bodies aren't necessarily prepped I mean like obviously by the time they start their period they're like ready to have a baby mm-hmm. but your body hasn't finished fully developing again until you're in your early 20s like it's not really like totally completely ready to have a baby until you've reached that age not to say that people who have babies earlier you know at risk or anything like that and if it's right for you and your spouse like good for you but I think people need to take having a baby into consideration like that is a lot of it's work. It's pretty permanent. Yeah, You can't give it back. Nope. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what they have orphanages for, but apparently that's illegal. <laughs> Safe haven laws. Yeah. No, it's That's good. Okay. I'm going to take care of you future child. <laughs> so
0: our girl Sophia signed up for a bowling class. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Which my mom actually took in college and said yeah. it was awesome. She really liked it. That's... Her professor would let her come in late if <laughs> she brought him a big gulp and a candy bar. So her and her friend always did that before class. Nice. My mom was a terrible college student.
0: So, she added the bowling class to her schedule. Um...
1: Okay. First of all, she oh. added it late. That is entirely impossible. You do not add physical education classes late. Those are the first to go.
0: Oh, yeah. There's no way. So, that
1: was inaccurate. I'm sorry. That totally um, bothered me because I've tried to get into several.
0: And so, we have another we have another adorable, like, uh, paragraph about her klutziness. Aw, Sophia. Which, actually, I'm just starting reading Rebecca. mentioned that earlier. And the scene where she um, first... Has like lunch with Mr. Max De Winter, um, Re- uh, her name's not Rebecca. It doesn't say her name yet. So the main, the main girl, like sits down at the table and mm-hmm. like knocks over a vase of flowers and so like, oh. over her lap. So I guess this is a trope that's been around for a while, <sighs> but I th- yeah, it's just here it's heightened. Yeah, it's taken to the max. So she like throws the ball backwards and, like, trips and falls and Great but- like,
1: I've done that before, but I'm really bad at bowling. But I have other, I have other talents. But, yeah, there was one time where we were bowling, and I tried really, really hard, and I think I got an 80. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> I don't even know if that means my family. Pa- the perfect score is 300 in bowling. Oh,
0: yeah, my family makes fun of me when I bowl, too. So cool glad we're um, not so she, alone like she says the main hazard of this class is all of the like the male population because sophia is so hot that if she's in a room and there are guys they will flock to her it's like you know that
1: scene in jurassic park where they like lower the cow <laughs> into the enclosure with the with the, with the dinosaurs uh-huh. and they pull it back out and it's just bones <laughs> like okay. this is what i was imagining when she talked about like the rabbit is <laughs> of rms like i'm oh, sophia's the cow pun intended kids <laughs> it's, yeah it's
0: like you know what it's like rough life yeah. we'll just think you're not- granted
1: i think beauty can be a curse it really can i know a lot of people um who say like you know people don't take me seriously because i'm because i had a roommate who literally did look like a barbie and she's like i had girls who were in high school who were mean to me just because i looked the way i did not to say like you know she was a nice person but people were mean to her because they assumed stuff about her looks so although i don't think this is necessarily the case I think it's an it's a better curse to have than a curse of ugliness,
0: <laughs> right? And the thing the thing that gets me is like your your protagonist has to be the most beautiful girl in the room. Like yeah, it's it's kind of like cheap. Like mm-hmm. she has all of these opportunities. You know, there's no there's no effort on her part. No, no like um,
1: wouldn't that be nice to have boys just like falling over you?
0: <laughs> hey, sorry, let me just beat away. Like actually, yeah, um, no, I I know people like that who just have a constant barrage of dates Yeah, and it's because like that you know they're so beautiful or whatever. And I have like thought about it I'm, like, would I trade my personality for their looks? I'm like, nope, no, nope. I would no. not. Um, sorry, homegirl, that you're. I mean, you get asked out way more. But yeah, I would not want to be you. No,
1: not even a little. Bit. No, you're so right.
0: So, um, so she gets approached by a guy named Ethan mm-hmm. who looks like Brad Pitt. And
1: okay, Brad Pitt is hella old. I mean, like he's still good looking. I'm all about the silver foxes, but like, can we please stop using that as a reference?
0: As like the atypical, or I mean, like the typical. Yeah, like, I'm sick guy. of the
1: Brad Pitt thing.
0: Um, yeah, like you could do like Channing Tatum. Yeah. Or Zac Efron. Yeah. Zefron always.
1: Yeah, or any of the Hemsworth brothers. Well, oh not gosh. the not the youngest one, but.
0: Chris Hemsworth. Oh yeah. gosh,
1: yeah. Um,
0: I think Liam is pretty pretty attractive oh, as well. Oh, he's definitely handsome. So. Um, yeah, let's just stop with the Brad Pitt guys. But something that like because I'm <laughs> because I'm an editing minor, um, I catch these things. Oh, let's see it. Okay, so, um, she goes or hear it, I guess. Right. Since this, this is a podcast, he, he was good looking, probably the best looking guy in the class. He looked like a Brad Pitt knockoff with blonde hair, blue eyes, and full lips. I couldn't have cared less if he was, in fact, Brad Pitt. That is poor grammar. That should be the subjunctive. If he w- should be, if he were, were Bra- in fact, yes, Brad Pitt. So, that's probably not her fault. Like, we all make mistakes when we... And editors
1: rice. should catch that. But... Editor.
0: Editor of the skeleton in my closet. Where Let's see who has. it
1: is. I'm going to call you out.
0: <laughs> catch that subjunctive. Oh, I'm going to. It's not only in Spanish. Mm. We have the English subjunctive. Um, Let's see. Do we have an editor? Samantha Milburn.
1: Well... Sally Johnson says, I appreciate your taking care of my baby when you had just had your own baby. Really? Was the baby like hindering your ability to actually edit a book? Probably.
0: <laughs> Dude, babies are crazy. They take a lot of work. They do. Indeed. So um people ask me all the time, like, um, if I want to like edit for the church or like church publications. Mm-hmm. And um I say no, you know. I don't want to either, to be honest. Here's a, like, a tangent opinion, like, opinion. I do, like, I totally understand that the church needs to employ people, Mm -hmm. and that if you, like, want to be employed by the church, like, that's totally fine, and, like, go for it. Like, if you like doing that, I just want, like, a part of my life, and maybe this isn't very, like, righteous, but I want a part of my life that's, like, not consumed by church
1: i've definitely expressed that feeling in the past and i've been told you know, like oh like the church should be like but then it's like the church shouldn't be my whole life the gospel should be Mm -hmm. so the church is merely like a vehicle to help us live the gospel right so
0: um i totally get where you're coming from yeah so i don't want to i
1: actually was told by um by uh, somebody in the department So like people at BYU here are employed by the church They actually have to go through an interview process Where they're interviewed by a member of the a 70 or, yeah. yeah um, or a member of the 12 To like be allowed to teach And she was saying that often um, These these jobs like editors and stuff are actually held for men As opposed to women Because men are more traditionally like the breadwinners Of Mormon families And so they figure those you know Men need those jobs more than women I roll Yeah roll, I it's roll. like oh Have we just returned from the second world war Nope. <laughs> let's, let's give these jobs people really deserve them. Sorry. Did you catch probably, that reference, I guess? Does that make sense? Okay. Uh-huh. Um, women
0: go back home because the men are back in yeah. their jobs.
1: Nah, I like fly AF in that Rose
0: of the River costume. I'm going to work. <laughs> Seriously, though. She's awesome. Serious <laughs> And the thing is, like, I have thought about it. I think I talked to my dad while I was reading The Feminine Mystique. And I was thinking about it. I'm like, there are some couples here at BYU um, who are both like full-time professors. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, like wondering about like pay balance. Like, I think I asked Dr. Esplin about his wife, and he's like, "Well, she she does get paid less than me because um, she's had less experience, um, but she's getting paid more here at BYU than she like than I did at like a different college while she was getting her doctorate, um, which is good. It means oh that yeah, BYU is paying like their professors well, but I was wondering like if there are I mean, like, okay, so my dad's a lawyer. So if my mom were a lawyer, too, and they both, like, have the same earning potential, um, like... Would they get paid less? No, or, or- not that would they get paid less, but who who should stay home with the kids mm. if, if they wanted, one, like, a parent home with the kids, you know? That's interesting, actually. It, it's like, you know, oh, well, you know, the father has, like, the job that can you know, earn more money, but if they can both like have the same earning potential, like exactly the same. Yeah.
1: And I think like, they talk about how women are usually endowed with more like nurturing qualities. And I say that's true in some cases, but not definitely all. not in all. Not all. So honestly, I think like we have the proclamation for the family as, you know, like a guide to how our family should be structured. Okay. Um, but I do believe that you need to like pray as a family and as a couple to like individually determine what's going to be best for your family unit. So, I I don't think you should automatically assume that it's going to be the man.
0: Mm -hmm. And there are kids who, with a stay-at-home mom, who are awful. Like, who grow up to be, like, overly indulged, overly spoiled. Yeah. And then there are also great kids that come out of, like having a stay-at-home mom yeah and the opposite too with um like working moms Mm -hmm. like some working moms like overcompensate and yeah and their kids are also very spoiled yeah Yeah, they just have like normal cool kids it's just
1: not not necessarily an indicator right like I think I think the church has a tendency to see things in very black and white concepts when life is very gray Mm -hmm. not to say that like morality in any sense is a black and white concept like I understand that but I think we have to realize that there are lots of people with lots of different experiences and lots of different capabilities i agree so. i think that
0: like for mothers either working or staying at home like doesn't really have it, it's like you said it's not an indicator of like how your kid will turn yeah out, mm-hmm. um for good or for bad it's
1: actually interesting because my my parents are moving up to utah mm-hmm. and my mom will no longer have to work which is the reason she returned to the workplace in the like in the first place she um had kept her teaching certificate like valid which I guess a lot of people don't do even though they graduate in education so she was always able to like be able to teach like at the drop of the hat uh-huh. um smart yeah which was, smart. was super intelligent and my mom had worked ever since she was 14 she worked from the time she was 14 to 35 and so that's like kind of a long time that she like never had a break like she got home from remission and two weeks later she had a teaching contract and this was in the middle of February so like she never had a break anyway she's moving up here she doesn't have to work and somebody asked her like oh are you going to be fulfilled like not working and I thought that was interesting cuz that's a question i'm always asking myself and asking other women like are you going to be f- 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 like fulfilled just being a mom and my mom's like yes oh. most definitely i don't want to work and i was like you know what good for you like for like i don't know i just think it was cool like my mom has lived on both sides of the spectrum and like we've all turned out okay it's Seriously. all been all right yeah. so yeah i don't know just just yeah that was kind of a tangent again but no, no, just I, a thought I feel like it to the so
0: so anyway um sophia is in bowling class and she's getting like this siege of men who are asking her out Mm -hmm. so this day it's ethan who looks like brad pitt and then like as she mentions him this is another editing thing like throughout the rest of the chapter it's like ethan slash brad which is such ugly editing Mm -hmm. such ugly editing yeah um uh do it once, or like, don't do it at
1: all. Yeah, the slash bothers me because, like, I think that I think the problem for me too is like reading it out loud. I don't know how, what I'm supposed to say. Like, some people ignore the slash and some just. People say this. Mm, it's yeah. weird. So. Um,
0: he also uses like he he hits on her like by talking about like the force with which she like hits the pins.
1: Yeah, she uses he uses E <laughs> equals M C squared. No, no, she
0: does it. Oh. She does, I wonder what his major was, and if he was going to start analyzing my throws using the E equals M C squared formula because because simple
1: like i einstein's theory of relativity relativity was actually trying to explain an ever-expanding universe turns out that our universe isn't finite it's like continually growing like Which- so that's what it was like it's supposed to encapsulate has- the concept of infinity and she's applying it to bowling so-
0: which which actually was probably would probably be more of like a Newton's Newton's you know, law. Newton's law. I can't. I, I can't. I can't really talk with very much
1: authority. See, on See, I love physics. I think like if I had to pick any sort of like hard science to study, it would have been physics. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I can't remember the. I can't. I used to have all the formulas well, it, memorized, it, but I
0: like, I don't remember I the it. The first one is like an object in motion stay in motion unless acted upon. Yes, radio. and then the second one is there's force equals mass times acceleration. Yeah, and the third which one might, which might apply maybe force to equals mass this one. times acceleration. And then the last one yeah.
1: is um every force has an equal and opposite. opposite force. Right. So yeah. Oh I my actually gosh. I wrote a creative essay like using those three laws as like my foundational piece for it. So
0: that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So we're not we're not scientifically we're not illiterate No. Because we're English majors. Yeah. But you know who is scientifically illiterate? Sophia
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm say Sally Johnson. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, let's see. I think Sally Johnson may have, like, put, like, the thing is I've heard that a lot of times your first novel you tend to put yourself into your main character. Um, and I think that's a tendency for a lot of writers. So, maybe Sophia is Sally Johnson.
0: I don't know. Sally Johnson. her. Pro- no, I'm not going to I'm not
1: going to be mean. Nope. <laughs> just, like, how a slander. Could we get sued for that?
0: What? For-, for, like,
1: talking about Sally Johnson as a person as opposed to, like, just referencing the author. Not. yeah i don't know how that all works to be honest when i was i was a journalism major for two semesters yeah. so
0: maybe i'll ask my sister. yes brick <laughs> this is this is all personal opinion this is not fact we don't know anything about her real personal yeah life.
1: we really don't Just i have no idea who she is <laughs>
0: um okay so so she hangs out with brad but mm-hmm. she, she says to him that she's going on like the sabbatical from dating
1: yeah, I so was just—I was, was surprised that she knew the word sabbatical because well, she dropped out of
0: school to, after she got married. So, and apparently, the only word her, word her mom knows is "acrimonious." <laughs> <laughs> um, so she she's being very abrupt with these guys about how she's not. Dating, I feel like this is really, which, which I, is fine. Yeah,
1: but still, like this scene, it's hard for me to place Sophia as a character. She's never consistent. Right, like. She's super, like, recluse and, like, I don't want to talk to anybody. But here she's, like, straight up, like, not interested. I was, like, I don't know. I can't I can't place her. Not to say that everybody needs to be placed into a box, but it just doesn't seem consistent. I don't know. It kind of bothers me.
0: Right. And, I mean, obviously we know that, like, this is, like, a teeny bopper, like, romance novel. So she's yeah. going to fall in love again. Yeah. Well, this is a prediction. I don't know for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, but it's a little interesting. It's a little odd. Yeah. Um so she rejects Ethan and the next class she um she gets approached by a guy named Ned who is more nice than handsome.
1: And just by his name Ned, like that's not, you know, an Ethan or a Brad. An so Ethan or a um, Luke, oh, Luke or Bradley. Oh, there's two brads. Granted, there's like a ton of crap to the guys here named trevor <laughs> i have this theory that everybody at every like white person at byu which is like pretty much the entire population is a white guy named trevor he's majoring in business management and start his mission in brazil <laughs> i was like was such a terrible generalization but there you have it
0: not our cool trevor
1: who oh yeah no that cool trevor was like legitimately cool he yes. was a wizard at the computer um a gandalf of html programming
0: <laughs> so she has a conversation um with ned he kind of like asks her what her um what her deal is, and she doesn't have a major. She's not sure what she likes yet.
1: Again, um, lack of characterization. Right. She is no one.
0: Nat is super into animals, and so she, Sophia, very um altruistically suggests that he take out her roommate Sarah.
1: And of course, she like pairs him with the sister missionary roommate. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know, just the the stereotype of like missionaries are like sweet spirits which
0: definitely like is sometimes the case right. but and here's here's, here's another <laughs> section that bugs me even though it's kind of true we can talk to it for a second so um sophia is recommending um recommending sarah to ned in her bowling class and he goes um she's nice and sophia says very and then he goes pretty and she, and and sophia responds she's a cute girl she's very sweet Sweet as in sweet spirit or sweet as in sweet? <laughs> and then um, she goes, maybe Ned was not the right man for the job. In terms of guys, I would consider him a sweet spirit. He was more nice than handsome. And here's... Oh, and then she says, listen, Ned, this, she is by no means a charity date, but no pressure. Um, and then he goes, like, I've been set up with a couple of weirdos before. Um, and... Okay, so here's, here's something that, I don't know. Guys... No matter how ugly or schlubby they are, feel like they can, that they deserve, like, the hottest girl Yes,
1: mind. that's so true. I've totally noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there was, so there was this, like, group of really creepy brothers that went to my high school. Uh-huh. And their oldest had introduced something called the alpha alpha female system. Like, this is what they legitimately called it, where you're okay. in a group of girls and you go for the hottest girl automatically. She turns you down, you move to the next hottest girl, and you work your way until, the, until you get to the ugliest girl. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, that happened... To me one time. I was at an audition and he uh he came up to me very last. So right as we were all leaving. Man, Solid man. Okay, first
0: of all, you're adorable. It's cool. No, he was he was creep, so I just thought it was funny. <laughs> it's okay. And I think this I think this is perpetuated by Hollywood. And it's not necessarily like a Mormon thing, but but it's where like a guy, like no matter how like unattractive or like that or any like other thing like guys feel like they can like they deserve a beautiful and i don't know what that is physically beautiful yeah
1: and it's like not to say that like you need to marry in your same like level of beauty
0: no but
1: at the same time like that's kind of how like society ends
0: up working out like pretty people marry pretty people right so but then also not pretty guys also usually end up marrying like girls that i'm not necessarily marrying but like going after or feeling like they should be with a girl who's like yeah than them. and i want to be like look in the mirror like you are not like the hottest dude and it's like home. yeah 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 i don't know um and it's
1: physical it's, attraction is really important oh it, so, it's so it people totally who tell is. you that like beauty is on the inside are totally telling the truth but you also need to acknowledge right. that like
0: and i guess like mm-hmm. i don't know like for me personally like i'm I'm never attracted to the hottest guy in the room cuz he's usually an awful person or like yes. or boring, you know.
1: Um, I yeah I've already told you my aesthetic is skinny guys and skinny clothes
0: and mine is like the schlubby guy yeah like the, the, adorable, Andy the Andy Dwyer
1: see Andy Dwyer
0: Ben Wyatt right exactly <laughs> but neither of them would be like oh my gosh no he's so fine you no know, it's like the, their personality that makes them attractive yeah it's so true but I feel like that's like, it's, it's way more of like a one direction one direction that's, like that works more one way than shout like, out to my boy Louie right Girl, <laughs> girls can be attracted to guys because of like how like, charming they are even yeah even if they're not attractive but the
1: thing is like boys, boys are automatically drawn to the physical, and it's right. like, oh, she doesn't have a personality, she has boobs, so pff, no problem. She's pretty. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, um, which is like this thing with Sophia, like Sophia mm-hmm. so far has no defining qualities, no, nope. no interests, no, nope. she's not funny, nope, she's not like personable at all, nope, but she's like getting all of this like male attention, you know, and yeah. I feel like I don't know, like the girls who like. Dushan I in other ways. Yes, I just yeah. think
1: I feel like boys oh can't see through fakeness as well as girls can. Maybe we're just like attuned to it. I
0: don't but know. Maybe.
1: Maybe like I get Then again, I feel like there's not a. Maybe there's just specific people that are able to right. see through fakeness.
0: But I always love it when I see a couple where like. Uh, the guy is hotter than the girl. Like, it warms my heart.
1: Oh, my gosh, I'm glad I'm not alone. I was, like, <laughs> that, that, like, and I don't know, I was just, like, oh, there is hope for me yet. Yeah, there's hope for all of us, man. <laughs> Seriously. Um, do you remember that line from... <laughs> or if she's, like, bigger than him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember, uh, do you remember that line from, Um, what am I thinking of? Legally Blonde, where she's getting her nails done, talking about how Warner has, like, dumped her. And she's, like, uh-huh. well, if a guy, I like... Per, like a pretty girl like you can't land a man, and
0: there's sure as hell isn't any hope for the rest of us. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was like, you know, it's true. Mm-hmm. But yeah, actually, in my homeward, I only saw this couple a couple, a couple of couple times. a couple of times. Um, but this guy was so hot, so so hot, and he like had like the long hair going like the man bun. Oh my
1: gosh! Actually, before
0: before like it the the trends took off. I feel
1: like man buns can look super hot if they're done right. If they're
0: done right. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, this guy was super, super attractive. And his wife, she, she wasn't ugly, but she definitely wasn't, like... Drop-dead gorgeous. Right, exactly. And I'm like, oh, yes. Like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, like, love that, like, he is with her. There's personality there. You like, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I you know. Because he is gorgeous, and mm-hmm. she is, like... She's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Not ugly. Average. Yeah, average. She looks like a normal human being. <laughs>
1: As normal human beings I tend know. to look like.
0: Normal human beings unite... <laughs> Um. So it it yeah it warms my heart whenever I see like a guy like go for a girl. That's funny.
1: I've never been able to put that into words, yeah. but I totally agree because with you, you.
0: Always see hot guy, fine like average looking dude. Yeah. But you hardly ever see like super hot guy. Yeah. Like, average looking girl. Mm-hmm. So. Man, that's interesting. So dudes,
1: you know, ask us average girls out. <laughs> We're actually like pretty like good people.
0: I don't know. It depends on the day. I won't vouch for myself.
1: I'll vouch for you. Ask Caitlin out, you guys. She's solid. No,
0: no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I've got stuff to do.
1: That's true. If any, if any, anybody wants to come to grad school with me,
0: there we go. Yeah, there taking go. applications. Um, if you're willing to move wherever I want to move, I'm, I'm just. I don't want to sound like demanding either. No,
1: but, like, I'm going to grad school, and I'm yeah. going where I get the best offer. So anybody who's willing to come with me is like, see, passenger you know, like, seat is open, baby.
0: <laughs> just leave it open. No yeah. demands. Nope. Nope. Uh, no promises. No demands. <laughs> heartache, <to> heartache. Is that Cheetah Girls? <laughs> Love is a battlefield. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. my gosh. You're
1: so right. 13 going on 30. Uh-huh. I remember that um cheetah girls i'm embarrassed for myself
0: so um so she sets up ned with sarah mm-hmm. and oh and then we uh sophia gets home and Rhonda's cooking dinner for a date um that she <laughs> met online on facebook but she'd never yeah she never met him in person before do you get
1: those advertisements on your facebook page it's like hot lds singles near you <laughs> and i'm just like oh, I,
0: I only like use facebook really to like Every once in a while, to stalk certain people. Yeah. Or to like see what's going on in my ward. Your statuses are pretty great. So oh, I haven't updated mine in a while. But <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um. So she's like, um. Oh, so Sophia actually has some pretty sa- stage advice about like meeting people online. She oh like, yeah. Be careful, Rhonda. What a person presents to you isn't always how that person really is. Um, goes
1: for human beings in general, not just online.
0: It does indeed. Um but it is scary. Like I mean, there's like that catfishing story here at BYU. Yes. it um, was
1: insane.
0: I was like, how did these of, girls not a lot of know? crazy things. Yeah. So if you're going to meet somebody online, people, do it in a public place. Yeah, not at
1: your house. Right. I'm sorry, that's stupid.
0: Um make sure that you've like done some thorough investigation. Talk to them on the phone first mm-hmm. or like FaceTime you know what yeah.
1: I mean yeah or like bring a friend with you like have a friend like drive with or, you and like right. yeah know like
0: where you're going mm-hmm. and like who you're meeting with yeah yeah be don't
1: guys. be one of those girls that ends up in a ditch three days later because she met somebody that it's just
0: just don't do or it or finding out that like the person on the other end of like
1: the is actually like some a woman girl alone. in Tennessee <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly
0: <laughs> who's or really lonely or like you know a 60 60 year old like husband and father of like <sighs> Five or something. Yeah,
1: please just be smart, kids. Yeah, that's it. Online date with caution. Mhm.
0: Um. Oh, so she's like offers to help Rhonda with dinner. Um. Oh, because Rhonda like cooked, like ruined something. Um. Oh, and Sophia said, well, Martha Stewart cooks is a good cook, and she's divorced, so see, cooking doesn't seal the deal. And she there. was in jail, man. And she was in jail. <laughs> But she's she's also really funny. Oh yeah, I kind of like her.
1: But... Did you ever watch that show that her daughters put on called Oh Martha? No, they reviewed her show and like made fun of it. And this was like her daughter and her friend. That's fantastic. I was like, that's it's like terribly mean, um, but also terribly funny. I think so... Martha
0: Stewart doesn't take herself too seriously. No, I like, um, unlike Rhonda who takes herself very seriously. Um, so Sophia says that cooking doesn't seal the deal in marriage, and um just says i disagree i think it's important it could make or break the impression i give him see i think it'd be fun to like oops sorry i burnt the dinner like let's order talk like
1: yeah tacos dude let's be real Takeout is so much better than homemade food at least my homemade food because i can't cook so i'm talking about like college wise i don't make very uh, good meals last
0: night like the guy came around our apartment building selling tamales did you buy any i, did. I didn't have any cash when he came so the other day yummy. so Oof. good um so Ron is getting ready for her date, um, and um, Sophia like tells Sarah that she is like setting her up. Oh, oh, and then big foreshadowing, probably, possibly, since Madeline kind of spoiled something for me. I know. Somebody else. It was an accident. I'm sorry. Yeah. So was this
1: Ashley? Did she read to the end?
0: I don't think. I don't think Ashley okay. finished it. Um, but, so Sophia's talking to, no, Sarah is talking to Rhonda, and Sophia's listening. And, um, so Sophia says, I was also surprised a few minutes later when I overheard Sarah and Rhonda Rhonda talking at the vanity. I was in my bedroom gathering my dirty laundry, not paying much attention until I heard the word divorced. Divorced? Sarah sounded surprised and interested. My ears perked up. I held my breath and waited, my heart pounding wildly. Were they talking about me? Have they found out somehow? Yeah, Claire says he's like 23 and already divorced. Phew, it wasn't me. It could be anyone. How does she know him? He's in one of her classes. She's a TA for, Rhonda said vaguely. Wow, weird. I guess even Mormons get divorced. How little they knew. (laughs) So, because of... I don't want to spoil it for the listeners...
1: But I don't think it is what you're what you think you're. Saying. I don't think it is. Oh, okay. No.
0: So this is just some random divorce guy that mm-hmm. okay, yeah, so it's not Travis.
1: No, because we actually talked about in the beginning of the book how Travis was going to the U, which was something I wanted to bring up oh. but didn't. I'm a U fan. I hate it when BYU fans make it out that we're heathens and don't believe. And so of course, like the jerk guy who divorced Sophia is at the U. Like uh-huh. of course. So like a campus of thirty five thousand people isn't big enough for you. Okay.
0: <laughs> i yeah i don't have any strong opinions i don't hate the u
1: i love the u i bleed red like most humans should
0: <laughs> i mean like i want to destroy the u like when we're playing them in football never and
1: stuff. i'm always i yeah my cousin was the one who was waving the utah flag in the student section a couple years ago Oh my gosh. that was him okay. rock on taylor <laughs> um i think we should save chapter nine till next time we're at 50 almost
0: it's super short should we just talk about it real quick or do you want to save it what do you think? I feel like it was a nice break. This one's just about a roommate meeting. Yeah. Okay. Let's you do, it. do it. really quick? Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Do you want to, like, read, like, Claire's biggest beef with Sophia? So they have a roommate meeting, mm-hmm. an intervention. That's what Chapter 9 is called. Yeah. Um, um, and Claire is pissed. Oh, yeah. At Sophia.
1: <sighs> it's just, yeah. Um, so basically Claire is like, the apartment's really dirty, and Sophia never seems to leave. So she needs to clean the apartment more often. I don't agree with that. That's dumb. But still. Anyway, um, <laughs> they get to the point where uh, they talk about how um they're worried about Sophia's weight. This is what you were talking about. Oh, well, also like the crumbs on the counter. Yes. Stuff. Yeah. So um, I had a roommate like that who was obsessed with like crumbs, anything on the counter. If anything was out of place on the counter, she would gather it up and put it in a pile by my door. <laughs> it drove me crazy. It drove me crazy. I'm kind of... I just spread. I just spread things. It just happens. And every, like, every couple days I'll, like, pick up my things and put it back in order. But, yeah, that drove me crazy. Anyway, so they get to her weight. Um, she wasn't overweight. She wasn't underweight. She had lost weight since her divorce, but she wasn't worried about it. So, you know, I guess, you know, if if you're looking for a way to lose weight, get divorced, kids. Um, Rhonda agreed with Sarah. You're very thin. You never eat, Claire said. Um... So they don't think she's anorexic, they announced that she's bulimic. But they see
0: her eating yeah. And Diet Coke yeah,
1: so it's I like think. yeah, she she's eating food. So yeah, that's the thing. You've seen her eat. Yeah. Um but it's talking about um yeah, they think they think it's bulimia. So. Um
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. I really identified with this one because I super don't agree with Claire and how she went about addressing her issues with the mess. Um I'm a person who soup like gets really annoyed when um other people aren't cleaning the yeah. apartment. But I keep it to myself. Um, and I think there's a way to like discuss it, like make sure everybody's doing their fair share. Right. Right. Um, for example, if they're like if I just clean the kitchen and then somebody makes something and then like leaves the crumbs on the counter, that really bothers me. It's like you see that the kitchen is clean, like take Four seconds Mm -hmm. and, like, wipe off the mess that you made on the counter. It's really not that hard. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also kind of see Claire's point, like, if you have a roommate that's, like, home all the time. They're the ones
1: usually making the most mess.
0: Right. Then, like, I feel like everybody should help, like, pitch in. But I'm not one for chore charts. We're adults. I'm not one for, like, you know, like, let's have a schedule of, like, who's cleaning the bathroom or who's cleaning the kitchen or, like, how many times we're taking out the trash or doing the dishes. I don't know. My philosophy is, is if you're doing dishes and there are other dishes in the sink, just do them, you know? Yeah. Like,
1: if you see the trash is full, take it out. Take it out. You if know? you see the bathroom's dirty, clean it.
0: Exactly. If you use the last of the toilet paper, like, put Refill- it back on. That drives me crazy. I Emily, know. I'm talking to you. <laughs> um, but I'm like, I'm not going to make somebody do something. But I will seethe about it, and I will talk about you behind your back if I feel like you're not pitching in. And it's not really, like, it's, it's not that I, you know, love you any less. If you know hypothetical roommate, yeah, um, it's just annoying, and then I, I get it off my chest and I feel better. But um, like yeah, seriously, for me it's just if you see a mess or if you make a mess, yeah, clean it up. And I totally understand. Like we get, we're all college students, and then you get overwhelmed with finals, and like you know sometimes you're running late in the morning and mm-hmm. you like leave your breakfast dishes in the sink. That is so not a big deal. But it's, like, when things are, like, left for days or when other people are always cleaning up yeah. after you. You should kind of take notice of that and, like, pitch in.
1: Um, See, I also identified with Claire, but in a different spot. Okay. So, um, so Sophia's said, um asked you know why why don't you like me like did I do something to make you mad and Claire basically says um like I have a plan like I know what I want to do with my life and one of those things is getting into graduate school and I've got to like keep my scholarships and like do my best here and that's why I'm so focused on school and I was like that's so me that's like totally me I people would get really frustrated when like I wouldn't come out with them or you know I would always be studying and I'd like take up you know like take up the front room and do my studying there and I was like the thing is like. That's what we're here for is, like, school, and, like, it's really important to me.
0: Right, and I don't love that in this book, Claire is the antagonist. Yeah. Um, She's...
1: Granted, I don't know what she's going to graduate school if she's an economics major. So, is she an economics major?
0: I can't remember. So... Maybe it was accounting?
1: Accounting, yeah. So she she wouldn't be going to graduate school anyway. If you're going to get your MBA, you have to work before you get into graduate school. And they'll pay for it. So it's really just a matter of getting again. Like this book is not researched,
0: so I, I can't really speak. To, yeah, definitively on that. Yeah, but um, I I don't like how that is considered. Like mm-hmm. she's like the villain in this chapter. No, I mean, I do not agree. Like, Claire, like, I do, I'm not for aggression. I'm not for, like, no. putting dishes in somebody's bed. Like, just do it and deal with it. Yeah, you know? like, wipe but the counter and deal with she it. says, like,
1: Claire reminded her of her ex-mother-in-law, like, the way that she was so demanding. And I was like, the thing is, like, being academic and being studious is not a bad thing. And we no, need to stop not. treating being smart as something to, like, despise and make fun of. Like, you know, anybody else who, like, shares their talent, whether it's, like, painting or singing or, you know, playing sports, like they're encouraged to share their talent and if they don't share their talent then they're like you're putting it under a bushel and not like doing your job to build the kingdom but if you're smart that's a talent it really is and if you don't believe that then you're an idiot um if you like don't share that talent or if you do share that talent people get angry with you that drives me crazy
0: yeah i i I agree i also just think like um having the smart girl be the, the antagonist like that she's she's the like the mean one and she's the one who's like yeah not having her like that's I mean you should be focused on school Mm -hmm. you should be working hard um everybody has different levels of commitment to different things yeah um but I don't like I don't love that like the main character has to be like um the hot one with like no brain yeah um Sophia
1: seems really dumb
0: well, she hasn't shown no any, any
1: That's the reason that she sees down all, because she's not
0: yeah. Um and then oh another reason, like I feel like that's one of the reasons why I love Gilmore girls so much is because it had like a realistic, like cool like smart girl as like yeah. a human character. And she was
1: like anal about being smart sometimes. I know
0: Rory would like ditch hanging out with her boyfriend so she could like do her homework mm-hmm. and like do laundry the way she wanted to and stuff. Or yep. like studying always came first. And I love that, and I love that it 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 doesn't make her less desirable. No, about, like, as a woman, that's actually
1: what made Jess fall for her was because she read so much. She's been Jess forever. <laughs> me too, up top. Um,
0: John <laughs> Gilmore guys, they're very really anti-Jess. I know, and it right, frustrates me. Um, well, because like they they just reviewed the episode where he like tries to have sex with her at the party. Yeah, which isn't his like most shiny moment.
1: No, there were definitely. I, there were char- characteristics of Jess I did not like. Right, but It was overall. mature Jess when he came back, I guess, like, what, sixth season? uh uh-huh. Seven, yeah, I guess it was sixth season, and or maybe the fifth when he, like, told Rory, like, you right. need to go back to school. Like, and he'd become a published author, and he was, that was it. Like, this is the Jess that, I don't know. Right. That was it.
0: You know, I just love, like, that Rory, mm-hmm. she reads, and she's smart, and she puts school first. And that, Guys, that doesn't make her, like, less. No.
1: Attractive. Smart girls rock. Like, they just do. They're awesome.
0: <laughs> right. But even if, like, you're not talented academically, like, no. find something that you're interested in. Yeah. And, like, smart. Like, ha- smart
1: doesn't have to mean just academically. Right. Like, be smart about something that you're passionate in. Know a lot about it. Like, know how to do it. Like, that's cool. Go it's cool have to, to have passions and interests. Our,
0: our mantra of this show, girls, figure out what you're good at, what you like to do, what and makes you happy. And do it. And do it. And do it well. Yeah.
1: Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Yeah. So.
0: And clean up your crumbs off the counter.
1: Actually I'm usually the one leaving crumbs, so I will try and do better. All right, Madeline. <laughs> Promise.
0: I, I don't know. We'll discuss this. We'll we'll see you guys on Thursday. We're gonna get yeah. you this week. And maybe Brooke will visit. Ooh yeah. I mean, sound less like ranty. Let's do that and then we can go to the Provo food truck roundup. Oh
1: yeah. Oh, Solid. Yes.
0: Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's so delicious.
1: All right. Well, this has been a riot guys. It's, yeah, been it's been fun, been super fun. So All yeah, right. we'll see you on. Hey, a- we're under an hour.
0: Cool. Solid. See you Thursday, guys. Okay, bye. Do I press stop? Yep. There we go.